want to go on Pornhub here, you really could. Well, thanks for giving away that secret, <laughs> jerk. What happened to Pornhub? Danny screwed it up for everybody. You're funny. Way to go there, brain surgeon. You're listening to the New Jersey Guys podcast, talking all things sports, by the fans, for the fans. And now your starting lineup, Chris Swenderman and Dan Tantillo. Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of the New Jersey Guys Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Swenderman along with Dan Tantillo. Find us on Twitter at the New Jersey Guys. Danny, what's going on this week, buddy? Hey man, um, I'm a... Really excited to do this episode because I feel like that it is combining a lot of things that we've previously talked about, all it kind is. of culminating into one thing. Uh, before I even get into the main thing, I just want to give a shout out to the Jackson Holbrook Little League team, whose run unfortunately ended today. It started in, in June and uh, it's gone all the way to late August. Uh, it was a hell of a run for the boys, but uh, we're, they made us proud. Yeah, for sure. And it, as a kid, that's something that, luckily for me, I, I don't know if you knew this, but... um. Back in the day, we went to Florida for the National Flag Football Tournament, and um, you're treated like an all-star the second day that you get down there. So it's really, I, I know what it's like to be in such a high-profile, high-stakes situation, so I can't even imagine the feeling that these kids have. What's going to suck for them, though, is that they get back to Jersey, and then a week later, school right. starts. It's like, it's like oh, wait, yeah, yeah, go back yeah. to school. Yep. You know that run you were on? Yeah, congratulations, it's over. Yeah, exactly. But uh, they, you know, they deserve all the credit in the world, and uh, they made a lot of people from Jersey proud, and we were rooting them on the entire way, and they, you know, they have a lot to be proud of. So hold your head high, boys. You did, you did good. Unlike did Mets good. fans who have given us nothing to be proud about. Well, <laughs> Well, the Mets in general have given you now. The Mets fans, I mean, you can't blame them. No, you can't. And this is going to bring us into something real quick where the Mets traded away their all-star, one of their all-stars, Curtis Granderson. They traded him to the Los Angeles Dodgers for some cash and a player to be named. (laughs) And I believe a bag of magic beans. Yes. So what is blowing my mind about this is that if you've been following baseball this year, you're well aware that the Dodgers are far and away the best team in the league. I mean, on record pace, not even close. Yeah, they won 43 out of 50 games. Are you kidding me? It's ridiculous to run the run right now. And and everybody seems to be trading players to this team. I'm surprised Detroit's Justin Verlander hasn't wound up on the Dodgers yet. I mean, between you, Darvish, and now this Granderson thing, I'm, I'm just scratching my head a little bit as to why the Mets just gave it away for next to nothing. I know they didn't feel like paying. He's in the last year of his contract. Right. But I'm pretty sure they already paid most of that deal if we're this far into the season. So really, how much money are you saving? But for the Dodgers, they benefit from this because now they have a seasoned veteran that they can bring off the bench at any given time. And since he's gotten there... He's been hitting like crazy. <laughs> I, you can't make it up. It's like any anybody that w- was a Met and then became a Dodger, Justin Turner very well could be the MVP this year. He's... <laughs> right. By the way, where did he start again? <laughs> exactly. It's just so crazy. And I don't understand. it. To me, it's the equivalent of if you're in fantasy football and your season's over. You're just you're like, like your, buddy's, your buddy's at the top but needs a little bit of a push. And then you just give it away. I mean, right. something like that wouldn't fly in a league like mine, but we're going to get into fantasy football a little bit later yeah, on. Yeah, we're going to talk fantasy show. sports a little bit but, later so on. That was, a, that was a trade that happened over the weekend, but a big trade happened in the NBA. The NBA, I'll tell you something, this summer has been like a roller coaster. 
Yeah. It, it's it's been outrageous watching the moves that have been going on. I mean, some of the biggest names in the sport have been going all over the place. It's like tic tac toe. Yeah, and what's interesting about that is we've talked about Kyrie Irving wanting to get traded from the Cleveland Cavaliers, and we were kind of questioning his motives and if it would work out in his benefit because what he really wanted was to have a team centered around him. He thinks that he's that big of a superstar to have a team centered around him. Now, flash forward to yesterday, and now Kyrie Irving is on your team. Yes, he is. Jersey boy goes to the Celtics, baby. So Very excited. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. You were a little bit skeptical on Kyrie when he initially was asking for this trade. I was for the fact that I couldn't understand, you know, why out of the blue he decided up and decided and said, you know what? I've had enough of playing with the best player on the planet. Yeah. I want to go make my own team. I want to go I want to go be the star. So, I it just it didn't make sense to me, but the fact that they did move him and they moved him to my favorite team, I'm okay with it. Yeah, now so do you think that he is the cent- the face of the Celtics oh, right away. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. They got rid of the face to get him. Yeah. The face of the, the team, undoubtedly, was Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, and, and they they had to deal him in the trade to get Irving back. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you have to give up to get. And I, I've been reading stuff since last night. I read a lot of the Celtics blogs and, and uh, on, you know, a lot of different sports websites, all, you know, saying the Celtics gave up a lot, and they did, um, to get him. But... This kid is a superstar, and he's still on his way up. Yeah, and here's exactly what they gave up. They gave up Isaiah Thomas, who is was right. the face of the franchise. Absolutely. Two additional players, and the Brooklyn Nets unprotected first-round pick. Now, that was in a deal that happened two Couple, years ago. Three years ago. Three years right. ago. Wow, it's really been that long. Yes, it has. So, really, in my mind, this is a, a huge win for Boston because what they gave up was something that was kind of given to them in the first place. Right. With the with the Nets deal. So they're still going to have a first round pick next year. It, it's it it cracks me up that, you know, so some of the you know, so-called experts for years I've been hearing them, you know, Danny Ainge, the GM for the Celtics has all these assets, all these assets. He's building up all these assets, almost ridiculously so, and he won't deal with them. He won't do when's he going to finally deal them? Then when he deals them, wow, he dealt too much. <laughs> I, you can't make this up. Like you, nobody's ever happy, you know what? I mean, put it this way, they've they've long talked about making a deal for a superstar. Yep. I've heard names like Jimmy Butler who went to Minnesota, um, you know, uh, Paul George, right? Who you know went to um, Golden State, o- no? Oklahoma, Oklahoma. That's right, Oklahoma. He's with uh, Westbrook, and you know all these players. As much as I would have maybe liked George, I don't. I think they sat back and waited, and I think this trade is the trade that they needed. It seems like an overload right now, but long after LeBron's gone after this season, Kyrie's still going to be a Celtic, and I'm telling you, they're gonna they're gonna do some damage. So, do you think that the team is better today than it was yesterday? Hundred percent, yes, absolutely. It's it's very interesting. So, it seems like that Kyrie Irving got pretty much everything that he wanted from this, right? And he, and he went to arguably the t- the one A team in the East. It's Besides Cleveland, Cleveland right. right? Cleveland, and he went to the next best team. So he really didn't lose that. It's not like he's going to a team that's rebuilding like we discussed yep. earlier and said, well, now you're going to go to a team that's going to rebuild and you're going to have to wait 
you know years of your career. He's literally on the team that went to the uh, semifinals against Cleveland last year. Right. So it seems yeah. like it's everything that he could have wanted. Right. And now it's just the pressure is going to be on because you are now the face of this franchise. Oh, absolutely. Everybody, you got what you wanted. You wanted to be the superstar and you wanted the team to be centered around you. You have that now. So now it's a matter of are you going to do something? Be careful what you wish for. Exactly. I mean, Boston media is brutal. Yeah. Brutal on 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 athletes. So good luck with that. But listen, he's a Jersey boy. He's a Celtic now. I'm going to be rooting for him up and down. And, uh, you know, you can only hope this is going to be a good, tra- good trade for both teams. Um, I think Isaiah going to play with LeBron. and I think know, that's a win there, too. Oh, absolutely, it's a win. And what LeBron said after this deal yesterday was, that's the only way. Um, he says, took the high road. Yeah, he did take the high road. Um, somebody tweeted, okay, Cavs fans, you know what to do, which in my eyes that burn means the burn jerseys, the jerseys, which yeah. I never understood that in the first place. I, I never got that. Never got that. In just, my so you spent X amount of money on a jersey. So you can burn it? So you can burn it. It's just foolish. But LeBron James, like we said, he did take the high road, tweeting out, that's the only way to be to the kid, special talent slash guy. Nothing but respect, and what a ride it was our three years together. So he yep. seems to be taking the high road, and... I would expect nothing less. He is a class act that way. Um, so, you know, he wishes him well, and then, you know, we're going to see. Opening night of the NBA season is Cleveland-Boston. Oh, is it so really? There, there's going to be no waiting time to see how this trade shakes out right off the bat. Do you think that this is going to be something that builds a rivalry, builds a rivalry that wasn't necessarily there before? Is this something that's going to be spread out over multiple seasons where people are, where Cleveland fans are looking forward to playing Boston well, and vice versa? It definitely does for this season, and it's definitely been building because Boston has kind of been the little brother to Cleveland and LeBron these last couple of years while you know LeBron's running them to the championship every year. But Boston keeps inching closer, and this is the year because after this year, LeBron's a free agent. Yeah, and so we, who knows what the heck who knows where he goes after this, right? But what you know, if he stays, it's absolutely the rivalry is going to continue for a while. But this is the year. This is the year where it's going to be every game is going to be must see because it's going to be the best of LeBron versus Kyrie, and it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be a great season of basketball in the East. Yeah, I think it's going to be something that. With with the the NBA offseason, when we alluded to this a little bit earlier, it has been kind of crazy. And if I was an NBA fan, I feel like I would just like, come on, let's let the season start already because right. it's just been too much, I guess, of the trade talks and rumors, and just because it's like it's really the offseason in sports, right. I feel like that it's just being talked about so much. But now that a move like this has actually happened, and now that people have something that they're actually talking about instead of the what ifs, who knows what the season's going to bring. I'm excited. The only person that's not excited for the NBA season to start right now is if you're a Knicks fan. Yeah, because they're yeah, really no, they're really no better, if not worse, at this point. Yeah. If and, you're if you're on the if you're on the the bad side of New York sports, it's really miserable. It can be, yes. It really can be. It can be very miserable, and they're still talking about you know whether to deal Carmelo or not. So who the hell knows by the time the season starts where the Knicks are going to wind up. I mean, that's just a disaster. The Nets have no shot. Yeah. So, you know, the the Nets are hoping they don't land in the top five again and give it away to Cleveland. Seriously. So, I mean, you know, local basketball. It's going to be a rough year, but the Sixers, 
the Sixers have have a lot of promise. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Um, we're going to take a quick little break, but something that we're going to get into right after the break is fantasy sports and kind of how it impacts your everyday life, including work and relationships. This is yep. very interesting. We're going to check it out in just a little bit. We'll be back. Make sure to get us on Twitter at the New Jersey guys. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Learn, laugh, stay informed. Podcasts from New Jersey 101.5. The Jim Gerhardt Podcast. He's talking Jersey again. So here we are. Forever 39. Gen Xers living in the great garden state. Share your story with us. Available now from the New Jersey 101.5 app, iTunes, and Google Play. And we're back here on the New Jersey guys podcast. Chris Wenneman, Dan Tantil, talking all things sports again hit us up on twitter at new jersey guys and something that we talked about right before the break is fantasy football yeah i'm stoked about fantasy football cannot wait it's right around the corner drafts are starting to happen and then it becomes a possible issue in some ways um we're seeing this report that fantasy football is destroying marriages how can a simple game of strategy turn into life's worst nightmare um, what? I don't believe it. I call I call shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make that doesn't make too much sense for me because when it comes to relationships, I feel like everybody has a vice. Whether right. you're a guy or a girl, for a lot of guys, it's sports. And fantasy sports is included in that. Right. For women, it could be numerous other things. It could be TV, it could be whatever. Right. But I think that everybody has to have their own thing in a, a relationship to keep it healthy and to you know, have some kind of a balance. Obviously, there's not going to be so many things that you're doing together. So I don't really get how fantasy sports is e- destroying. Everyone marriages. needs an outlet, yeah, of some sort. And this is a big one. It's a multi-billion-dollar industry. Fifty-six point eight million people played in some sort of fantasy league That's last a lot year. Of loot. That's fourteen percent of the U.S. population. Uh, yeah. So, and it's not even that it's just men that are doing this. Like, a lot of women do it. A lot of women do it. Absolutely. And I mean, listen, I get giddy for this time of year. It's like Christmas. Yeah, I'm with like you, Like when I start getting ready for fantasy drafts, like I have my first fantasy draft this weekend. Our, uh, our Matawan League okay. is uh, drafting this weekend. I have a league in um, that we're drafting on Monday. I have a draft on Tuesday, and I have a draft on Thursday. Yeah, I've got I've got two week. next week, and then the work league the following week, right before the season. Right, and that's when we're really we got to recap that bad boy right after we yeah. draft the next day. We're going to be recapping that talking trash because the first time Danny and I are actually splitting up and we're going against each other. So this is going to be interesting. Yeah, so I think this is going to be a little rivalry now oh, that's going to extend on the show. And you know what? Maybe we'll do something cool when we actually have our teams. Like maybe. If we have, if we're in between two players, give it up to oh, a vote right. and let them interesting. decide. So maybe we could do something like that. But something that's interesting with me and fantasy, and I really hope that my bosses aren't listening to this. I'll make sure they do. Because whenever I have nothing to do now, it's fantasy sports. It's when preparing. Do you, when do you have nothing to do at this place? It's true. But like, you know what I mean? Like I'm th- I, right. in my head, I'm just like, oh, I can't wait for the next second of free right. time I have so I could do another mock draft. Right. Now is that is that too crazy? Is it too much to to be doing it at work and preparing at work? I think the only people that would disagree with us are the people that have the websites blocked at work and can't. Yeah. Um we're lucky but, because we have every like exactly. if, you, if you want to go on Pornhub here you really could. 
Well, thanks for giving away that secret. <laughs> Jerk. So unthoughtful. Now that they know that secret, all of a sudden we're going to come in tomorrow. Guess what? Website's going to be blocked because of you. <laughs> Way to go there, brain surgeon. Oh, my God. It's too funny. What happened to Pornhub? Danny screwed it up for everybody. <laughs> that it would actually be a thing that everybody would get furious Exactly. About. Not like people are actually doing it, but no, just in case you want to look up exactly. something. But is it okay to be doing some kind of fantasy thing at, at work? I think it makes you more productive if you get that release, if you can kind of stray away from work for a, a minute or two and like look at fantasy updates or and listen, if you're not doing it on the website, like if on your computer at work, you're going to do it on your phone. Yeah, right. So if the website's blocked, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I'm going to go to it on my phone. Thanks very much, uh, smartphones. But I think if people take a break, whether whatever they do on a break if they get away from stuff for a while, I think it makes you a little more productive. I got to be honest. It's like anything else. It's it's the same, you know, it may be fantasy sports for you. It may be solitaire for somebody else. Right. Or, or could, social media. Or some, you're right. Or some people just like to get up and take a walk. I, looking at sports during the day is, it's just a break for me. It's just a break from everything else just to get my mind off what I'm doing and say, oh, look, you know, what's today's top story? What's, you know, what's going on in fantasy? Yeah, you know, I'm still working on baseball, so I'm a total mess. Yeah. I'm in two baseball leagues right now, and now it's coming down to the money time. So for me, it's, you know, you have, you're trying to start football, then you have baseball on top of it. Right. I mean, so for me, I'm like in the middle of everything, so I need that sports update every so often. Now, if you're somebody that is just looking to get into fantasy sports now, right? Right. I think it might be something that's a little bit intimidating because it's everywhere. Fantasy, oh, daily absolutely. fantasy sports is everywhere. Right. Regular fantasy sports is everywhere. Do you want to pay money? Do you want to just learn the thing? So what, what advice would you give to somebody who wasn't necessarily in fantasy football before I, and a good example of this is my partner in the work league this year is Dennis Malloy. Right, knows nothing our, about the NFL. Our midday host knows nothing about he. Odell Beckham went down with a, an injury the other day, and he <laughs> I heard goes, the story. "If this is oh, this is the same guy that shot himself in the leg, right?" Survey says, <laughs> "No, that's plexiglass bearers." But right. anyway, th that, oh, he's, he's on the Giants. So, what do you do to somebody? How do you here's teach? All right, here's what I recommended. Uh, my son, Craig, a couple years ago, you know, he's watched me for years do fantasy football. He wanted to get into it. I told him, join a free league. Get into a free league with a bunch of your friends. Do it for free and try it and see if you like it. And, you know, start that. He's doing it now. He loves it. Yeah. He's a, he's in a dynasty league. He's ahead of me at this point. With, wow. With, yeah, he's already into a, into a dynasty league. He partnered up with a buddy of his and a bunch of guys at work. They do a dynasty league, which is what, you know, it's, it's kind of a dynasty league to explain to fantasy novices is like where you're drafting rookies that are coming out of college and building your team like you would build an NFL team. It's kind of, it's, it's really actually cool. kind of crazy. It's yeah. really cool though. But I would advise anybody who's just wanted to get into it, either you know CBS, ESPN, Yahoo, any of them offer free leagues. Mm -hmm. Get into it. Get into a league. See if you can recruit some people to just do it free and have fun. That's, that's, that's the whole really thing that, what it is. Exactly. That's the whole thing. If you're not in with a good group of people or people you can talk trash with, it's not going to be fun. So right. I, I implore anybody, try it. 
but have fun doing it. Yeah, and if you're a fan of the sport, it makes watching other games besides your favorite team that much more enjoyable. Right. And at the same time, if you're maybe not necessarily a football fan, this is all statistics, man. It's it's certain amount of yards equals certain amount of points. Right. And if you follow, if you're a, a, a an avid statistics person and, and like stuff like that really gets you excited. Fantasy sports, that's exactly what this is. Exactly. So I think it's a pretty easy transition, and I'm really going to try to get the girlfriend into fantasy this year. Oh, boy, here we go. And I think just based on me talking about it and being obsessed and watching Red Zone from kickoff until the last game. See, here's where we differ. Okay. Once the Cowboys are on, I will not watch Red Zone. Or I will not watch the highlights. I just want to watch the Cowboys. See, I'll I'll go back during commercials. Oh, yeah, so I'll that. watch I'll watch the Cowboys game right. and then flip back during commercials, but a lot of the times there's a little bit of a delay. Okay. But if the Cowboys aren't playing, it's red zone all day long. <laughs> all day long. Because they don't do commercials. Nice. True. Any True. any with the amount of commercials that are on football, especially where it's a team scores a touchdown, then goes to commercial. Then right. they kick it off to the following team and then another commercial. Like there's it's a lot. Yeah, and they true. wonder why NFL viewership is down. Exactly. Well, you know what? You know how after a draft, how my wife determines whether I have a good team or not. Okay. Whether how much she enjoys the guys' last names on my team. Oh, that's a that's a big thing. That's a huge thing. Yeah, and that's how I always get my team names. She always she always asks me why I can't draft Ha Ha Clinton Dix from the Green Bay <laughs> Packers. Why I just can't draft him. I was like, I can draft a Green Bay Diva. No, no, no. Just why don't you take him? Because he's got a fun, <laughs> fun name. And I'm like, no, no it doesn't work. Doesn't that work way. that way. Um, switching gears a little bit. Something that's new and fun. You think so? I think so. I don't. Right. Um, so we're gonna, <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> we're gonna get into. Finally, there's something today that we're gonna disagree oh, on. Oh boy. Um, this coming weekend, which is August 25th through the 27th, Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association are holding a players weekend with all 30 teams participating. And basically what this means is they're going to have special jerseys that aren't your normal jerseys, aren't the normal colors. And they're allowing these players to have whatever nickname. I mean, granted, you're not allowed to have a curse or whatever. Of course. But somebody like Noah Syndergaard, if you were pitching... Somebody like Noah Syndergaard would have Thor on the back of his jersey instead of his last name. Like Aaron Judge has all rise. So what do you think about this? You think this is something fun? I love it. Okay. I absolutely love it. Why? This this harkens back to the XFL and he hate me. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love this. It, you know what it is? It's the MLB finally not taking itself so seriously. For a day. It's not for, you know... a. For a week, a month, or the whole year. It's not like a third jersey. It's it's just a little bit of fun. You know, if if fans want to buy the jerseys, they can. Um, and I think it lets the players relax and have some fun with it. In the same sense, it's it's like the NFL finally allowing players to do some touchdown celebrations. Or decorate their cleats and not or have such a strict policy. Lighten the F up. Yeah. Just, it's okay. Fans will enjoy it. Trust me. Now, do you think that there are some fans that aren't enjoying this? And the reason I'm going to say that is because, like the Yankees, for example, this is the first time ever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That they are having names on the back of their uniforms. And I think that's something that makes the Yankees cool is that they're the one team that doesn't do this. So is this kind of messing with history or do you think it's... No, because they're not putting it on the back of the pinstripes. They're putting it on a different jersey. So... Okay. 
I'm okay with that. If they put it on the pinstripes, no good. I wouldn't even buy a replica jersey of the Yankees with a name on it. Somebody bought me one one time. It's still sitting in my closet because I refuse to wear it. <laughs> it just because it's not the Yankees. It's not. It's it's not the Yankees pinstripes. The number on the back, and that's it. I think it gets a little bit confusing, though. I think that if you're going to a, a game and you're not necessarily the biggest fan, you're seeing all these nicknames, and you don't necessarily know who's who because it's something totally uh, you different. You, you can learn, pick it up. but yeah, you pick it up, and then it's gone the next. Right, but the it's, next weekend. Right, but you could still buy the jersey if you really like it. If you really like the player, if you're a big Judge fan, or you know, you're you know, I mean, a fan of whoever, you know, Frazier, or it doesn't matter. But I think that this is a good thing. I think it's a fun thing. It, you know, I don't think you should look too deep into it for the meaning behind. It, other than, hey, players are having fun. It's a players' weekend. They're wearing jerseys with fun names on the back. Let the fans and the players both enjoy it. It's it's not a big deal, and I think it's a good call by MLB because they're yeah. usually the biggest tight asses out of all of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe it's just because it's something that's uh, so unfamiliar, and I'm, I guess, I guess, kind of old school on this, where I'm, I like seeing the normal uniforms, and I like seeing but now, the players' names, and I don't know. It's but as a as a Mets fan, yeah, the Mets do market more than. Just a home and road jersey. They have multiple jerseys. Right. Correct? Correct. So it's I really for a Mets fan, I don't see where the distinction I just is. I think between, it looks tacky and childish. I'm all about being tacky and childish. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Maybe that's why I like it so much. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think if it was something like for the All Star game, if they were doing nicknames for the All Star game or batting practice or something, it's a little bit different. Spring training even. Right. But it being games that actually matter. They're still professionals to me. But again, it, it's not like you're seeing swear words on the back of like, you know, screw you on the back of uh, back of their jerseys or like, you know, they, somebody's going to pull a like Gronk and they're going to like change it to 69 as their number. That or have the McGregor suit. Exactly. You know, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think it allows the MLB to show that they can have some fun. You know, I, I think it's a good call by MLB. And usually most of MLB's decisions I immediately, you know, find a way to argue with it because I think they mismanage a lot. But I think in this sense, I think this was a good call. It's going to be interesting. Um, what do you uh, and what do you do if you don't have an nickname? I guess your teammates you are making your, your first name. I guess so, or something. You know, you could be like a Chiro. Put a Chiro on the back of your jersey <laughs> instead of Suzuki. Um, I don't know. I just I. I think it's going to be a fun little thing to see this weekend. I'm I'm looking forward to watching yeah, the Yankees this weekend. I guess just we'll to see, see those jerseys. I guess we'll see what happens. It's not that I'm really watching too much baseball nowadays, considering. Right. The Mets. I mean, as a Mets fan, at this point, do you really care about the jerseys, that's, considering who's wearing them? That's the thing. Is maybe that's why I'm so against this right now. Is just because I'm not watching baseball and anything. I was like, oh, this is stupid. But you are the whole baseball season's been stupid. You year. are literally turning into the Grinch that stole baseball. It looks that way. And when am I ever a Grinch about anything? Well, this time you are. But <laughs> we have one more thing we want to talk about really quick. Something, again, that we discussed in past episodes. And um, I guess I'll take the lead on this because I was his <laughs> biggest advocate. So I'm going to uh, have to eat crow on this one. But it was just announced. Um, Dana White, uh, president of UFC, uh, announced yesterday uh, that John Jones failed UFC 214's uh, drug test. Uh, he has not been stripped of the title yet, but he did fail um, because of steroids. I am so disappointed 
in what happened and to hear this. I, I was all stoked last night about the Kyrie Irving trade. I'm really, I'm just pumped up. I'm, you know, feeling good as a sports fan. I'm, I'm, I'm like all pumped up. The Jersey guys going to Boston and this popped up on my phone and I got an alert and I saw the thing about John Jones and it just totally bummed me out. And it's one of those things as a sports fan. And we've, we've talked about this, Danny. It's one of those things where you get, when you're high, you're really high. And when you get low, there are some really lows. And this one really bummed me out. Cause I really, felt so good about Jones making it all the way back and winning the title at UFC 214. And to just see this, I, I'm just, now, I want to say disgusted. Yes. Yeah, so and now, it's pretty okay. much it. Okay. So how many more chances do you give this guy? I don't know. I really, I wish I had an answer for you. I, I don't know. I don't know if you give him one more shot and then out. You know, Dana White, the one thing I will say about Dana, he's very tough on the athletes um, and they have very strict policies, um, which, you know, more sports probably should follow. But I don't know. Does he get another shot after this? I I don't I think he's kind of embarrassed the sport and I don't think White is going to deal with that very well. You know, Dana takes a lot of pride in the UFC. Yeah, I don't know if he gets another shot with the sport. I don't know enough about the sport to comment on that. I do think that he does not get a second chance with his fans. I think fool me once, shame on you. Right. Fool me twice, shame Sh on you. Oh, me. and 100%. And at this point, I'll be the first one to say it. Right fool on my head if, I, if I'm if i rooting for John Jones in a year. Because you know what? It's, I mean, it was, the test was taken a day before uh, the fight. It was right after his weigh-in on July 28th. And, you know, so I don't really know if he's going to come out and say anything. Um, he said some expletive on Twitter, which we were talking about this morning. Yeah. That was his only response so far. I, I don't even know what you would say at this point. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I, mean I think there's only so many chances you can give a guy. And if he's going to keep letting you down and but honestly, is, you should be letting him. It's letting yourself down, too. You right. have an opportunity to do this again. All you got to do is just not do drugs. That's all you got to do. Do it fairly. Like, I mean, these were steroids. So yeah, it's not yeah. It's not like so he like was he, doing he recreational because right. he did have a drug yeah. problem before this. Right. So, you know, we should make that distinction of, you know, this wasn't recreational. Right. This would, as as it's being reported, um, you know, were it's for performance tested, enhancing right Exactly. Now. Banned substance uh, for which he tested positive. Um, so, but still, you know, Give yourself a chance and do it the right way. Yep. You know, stop cutting the corners. And but I don't know. I don't know what what's going to happen to him at this point. But you know, I'm kind of done. I, yeah. I I really gotta. I was I was so happy to see him win that title and thinking that man, this guy just came back from every kind of roadblock, even self imposed roadblocks that he did to himself, and now here he is. He's got the title, and, and he gone. pretty much cheated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they haven't well, stripped, it's not stripped yet. yet. Right, we don't right. know. We don't know that. So yeah, we'll yeah, keep we'll, you in the loop with that for sure. Exactly. But all right, before we wrap it up, yep, we have to have a little wager here. Friendly wager between between us. Yep. The fight this weekend. Who you got? Mayweather. I know you're not. What Mayweather? Okay. See, I got McGregor. So this is gonna be fun. So yeah, I I we'll we'll definitely discuss this next week. Absolutely. Um, I my prediction is that it's going to be a lot of dancing. By Mayweather. Which is normal. Which is normal. And he's going to win just because he knows boxing. 
I'm saying 49 and 1. Wow. Here he is. McGregor's going to get him, baby. So we will find out and talk about that all next week. And if you have any ideas for topics that you want us to talk about, feel free to tweet at us at New Jersey Guys. Again, you can download and stream the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, nj1015.com, and the New Jersey 1015 app. For Chris Wendeman, I'm Dan Tantillo. Thanks so much for listening. We're out. We're out.